Hello, and welcome to the Ground and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Estenson-Williams. I'm a Minnesota-based marriage and family therapist, yoga teacher, and I create mental health content to help you ground and grow. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about moments that you feel or jump into crisis mode in response to someone else being in crisis mode. So if you are someone who is a highly sensitive person and or an empath and you can feel the emotions of other people, this can be a tricky boundary to find, as well as if you have any people-pleasing tendencies where you might be more tuned in to serving others versus serving yourself. This can also be something that feels really challenging. So, you know, stay tuned, keep keep listening in if you fall into those categories at all. And finding this boundary is super important for all of the emotions that other people are experiencing and, and how we receive and feel those ourselves. But in this episode specifically, I'll be talking about when we're jumping into crisis mode and when we're having our own crisis response to someone else's crisis. So... I'll talk a little bit about some of the ways that that's shown up for me. I'll kind of give some examples and how that feels because they might be some examples that you can relate to. I know that these examples are pretty common for what I hear when I'm talking to clients who also experience some of these patterns in their life. So I'll talk about some of my experiences and I hope that you can relate to some of them or or feel some of those because then we'll talk about things that you can do with that too. So one common one can just be when we notice someone else is really struggling, they're in distress, they're in a moment of crisis, and even if they're not asking for help or reaching out for support, we might just start feeling that crisis and our response might lead us to feel like we have to jump in with them or we have to help them problem solve or help them feel better. Um which totally comes from this place of being compassionate and caring. And, you know, if you listened to my last episode on you don't have to be nice to be compassionate, that goes all over how our compassion gets to have boundaries. And this is very much an instance of that, right, where we can be compassionate and care about how someone is feeling, but we don't have to jump into that crisis with them. So, You know, those examples where we see someone else struggling and we fixate on it, we jump in, we try to help them. We can't not think about it because we're, you know, we're feeling it too. We're feeling that crisis in our own experience. Another example that this can come up is maybe if someone is is putting it out there a little bit more, is asking for help. Um, one, one common way that I've noticed that in my previous experiences are, you know, when I worked retail or jobs where there were shifts and you could swap shifts and cover shifts and things like that. Um, and let's say someone is, you know, sending out a text to get a shift covered and they're in a state of crisis. So for example, they might text in the middle of the day to get a shift covered in the afternoon. And these experiences of crises could, you know, 
expand to a lot of different situations, right? It may have been a situation where, right, maybe there was a death in the family or something, you know, really horrible happened. Or it might have been a crisis that's due to, you know, that coworker's poor planning of, oh my gosh, I have a concert tonight and I totally forgot I worked. I need someone to cover this shift. So for whatever reason, they're in this mode where they're needing that shift covered at a last minute place. So they're in crisis. And for me, in those moments, I would feel that crisis too. And I'd jump into that experience. I'd feel it as if it was my own crisis and this need to problem solve it. So even if it was a moment, maybe there was a day where I'm like, ooh, I had a tough day at school or I had a really big test that I did and I just, you know, need to go home and relax and unwind tonight. If someone shoots out that text in a crisis to get that shift covered, I may have felt really responsible for solving that. And I would put that crisis above my own needs in that moment. Another one might look like someone who's reaching out for some emotional support, right? So maybe a friend just went through a really messy argument with their partner and they're sending you a bunch of texts or, you know, for me, I would get this influx of texts about someone who's struggling with some situation. Um, And I would drop whatever else I had going on to support them and process it and, and talk through it and all of that. And all of these examples would include me dismissing my own needs or probably not even checking in with what my own needs were so that I could meet them in what they needed because I felt this crisis. And when we're in a crisis mode, however our response is, the action that we have is often impulsive, right? So this might look like jumping in to cover that shift before even thinking about if it works for you or not, um, or, you know, no longer doing whatever you are doing or practicing self-care so you could support your friend, whatever that might be, and acting in a way where we don't actually check in with or honor our own boundaries. And so here we might have this value of care and compassion, and we might be, you know, sensitive to the emotional experiences of other people, And then we're fully in there with them, right? We don't actually have our own boundaries because we're just in that crisis with them. And this can be a really tough place to be because it's not healthy for us to be in crisis mode that often. And so if we have people in our lives that are in crisis and we're jumping into crisis mode with them all the time, think about our own nervous system is just constantly in this elevated state that is a lot for anybody um and it's not our crisis and so i think one thing that can be really important is to give ourselves some space from that so we can really check in with how do i want to respond to that crisis and i think first and foremost it's helpful to notice what our own crisis response looks like Do we fight? Do we flight? Do we freeze? Do we fawn? How do we respond to crisis? And how does that show up when someone else is in crisis? Am I in that same state for someone else? How do I feel that in my body? I know certainly for me in times when I felt this, I would feel very similar sensations to someone else's crisis as I would for my own, right? So that might look like 
your heart starts racing, your breath gets more shallow, your palms get sweaty, you know, you might notice your thoughts get really fixated or you feel impulsive to problem solve or whatever that might be. And so notice, okay, what does my own crisis mode look like? And how does it look when someone else is in crisis? It might look very similar. It also might look a little bit different. So helpful to notice if there is that difference, check in with what that is. And once you start to notice that, then you can practice some mindfulness of it in those moments. So whenever someone else is in crisis, or realistically, you're probably just going to practice it like half of the time, right? That still is a great way to practice. It's not going to be every single time, but When you notice someone else is in crisis, before you do anything, pause, check in. What am I feeling? Does this feel like my own crisis mode coming up? What physical sensations are coming up? What thoughts, what urges are coming up? So you're really slowing down the process. And essentially, you're practicing the skills that you would practice if you were in crisis mode. So if you were in your own situation of crisis or distress, it would be important for you to slow that moment down and also to ground. Lots of different grounding skills you can practice with crisis and you're going to be practicing these both for your own crises as well as for others because if you jump into crisis mode for someone else, you've got to regulate yourself too. And so that might look like pausing and taking some deep breaths, going for a walk outside, practicing the tip skill. So putting an ice pack on the face or, you know, doing whatever that is to help slow things down, listening to a guided meditation. So figure out some grounding skills that work for you that can take some practice to build up to. I have a previous um, podcast episode on some of those grounding skills. So if you are like, Ooh, I don't know what to do. Go back to some, one of my earlier episodes. I talk about distress tolerance skills. So that might be helpful for you in this moment. Practice those skills for yourself here and pause and check in. Notice what you're catching and check in with how you want to respond. One visual that I think can be really helpful and and was taught to me when I was learning some different trauma therapy techniques is imagining that here you are got your baseball mitt on and someone else is throwing the ball and you're catching it in your mitt. So you're not catching it with your whole being. You're not absorbing the ball. You're catching it in your catcher's mitt. And then you get to bring your hand out in front and you get to look at the baseball. So whatever was just thrown at you, you get to pause, you get to slow down, you get to look at it. And then you get to assess what you want to do with it. Right in, in a really simple stance, you get to ask yourself, do I keep this and, and take it in or do I throw it back out? But I think it's a lot more complicated than that, right? So when we're pausing and we're looking at it, we're going to look at, okay, what is this mode of crisis that's coming up? What do I feel in my own experience? What urges do I initially and maybe impulsively have to act on this crisis? And then, hey, what what values and different needs come up for me? And this is where it gets a little bit more complicated. So you might have values around compassion for others and and helping and supporting. But you also got to check in with values of compassion for yourself. So checking in with where you're at, what your day was, what self-care you were needing before this crisis happened for this other person. 
because that gets to be your priority, what you need. If you're in a moment where you're like, I really needed to practice some self-care tonight, and so I'm going to give myself that space, you always have permission to choose that. But essentially what you're going to do is you're going to be assessing all these things and deciding how you want to respond. Depending on how full your cup is, you might have more to give in that moment. And right, if their cup is a lot lower, you you might decide to give more than you would otherwise, but it's going to depend on a lot of different factors. And the tough part is, is it's going to take you trial and error and a lot of practice to figure out where that happy balance is. And it's going to feel uncomfortable, even if you get that balance right, even if you make the choice that feels right to your values and your goals and your boundary compassion it still might feel really uncomfortable because you are unlearning your old crisis responses. Unlearning is a lot harder than learning, right? Learning the skills to practice is one thing and it is still hard, but ooh, unlearning this feeling that we've got to respond to everyone else's crisis as if it's our own is a really hard process. So please practice lots and lots of self-compassion self-care, gentleness with yourself in that process because it's going to feel hard. There's going to be ups and downs. Other people might also not be used to it, right? If, if we have someone close to us that is really used to us jumping in their crisis and helping them solve it, they might feel hurt or uncomfortable if we stop jumping in. But that doesn't mean that it's wrong of us to stop jumping in. It can be a really healthy and wise choice that we have to gain comfort in, and they're also going to have to practice and learn to gain comfort in that. That is okay, even though it doesn't feel okay. Practice self-compassion around that. So all in all, just a little reminder for you to pause and check in. When you notice someone else is in a mode of crisis or distress, ask yourself, is it actually my crisis? Right? If you are responding to it as if it's crisis mode, ask yourself, is it actually my crisis? Regulate yourself. Do what skills you need to do. And then, right, look, look down at the baseball and your catcher's mitt and check in. Okay, how am I going to take this in? How am I going to process this? And practice and practice and practice. Um... But yeah, I think is really helpful for a lot of us, especially if, if we are highly sensitive, highly compassionate people, to really work on and be mindful of our boundaries around other people's emotions and other people's crises. And then we get to find this challenging but important balance and boundary of our compassion and those boundaries. So I, I hope you get to bring this practice in a little bit, get to be gentle with yourself. And yeah, just a note for anyone listening to the podcast, if something really resonates with you, or if you've got additional questions that you want me to talk more on or whatever, please do reach out for me. You can find all my links in, in the bottom there, but um, I would love to connect. So feel free to do so. All right. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I referenced any links in this episode, you can find them below in the show notes. 
If you like the Ground and Grow podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review from wherever you're listening so that others can find us too. If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes are coming out, you can subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at Kayla Estenson Wellness for all updates. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.